This is a presentation of Dawnforge Productions. You're listening to All Things Azeroth, episode 709, Flying Unicorns and Broom Bloop Deluxe. Today's sponsor is Audible. Get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash ATA Reads 2020. That's bit.ly slash ATA Reads 2020. Nearly 500,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. Today's show is also brought to you by ExpressVPN. Protect your online activity today and find out how you can get three months free at tryexpressvpn.com slash expressata2020. That's T-R-Y-E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N dot com slash expressata2020 for three months free with a one-year package. Visit tryexpressvpn.com slash expressata2020 to learn more. Coming to you from the exotic land known as Canada, eh? You're listening to another episode of All Things Azeroth. Now we present your awesome hosts, the always stalwart and honorable Maedros, the commander of the fell and master of demons, Death, the non-vegan meat shield, my warrior brother, Toasty, and the high priestess of the Everlight, Allie. She ain't from Canada, but it'll work. It's the internet. Just go with it. They are bringing you your news from the world of Warcraft. This is All Things Azeroth. And welcome back to All Things Azeroth, your World of Warcraft podcast. I am a demon. Well, that that doesn't seem right. I don't remember having a demon as a co-host on this show. I am I'm okay. all sorts well, of confused. Well, I mean, I guess I can come back. All right. <laughs> Uh, hey, Toasty, how you doing? Um, oh, that's a question. I'm doing as good as I can be right now. <laughs> that is indeed a question. That is the, yeah, good example of that. I can confirm that does take the form of a question. Um, yeah, uh, I've had a couple of pretty sleepless nights over the past couple of nights, so we'll see how well I do on the show tonight. Hopefully, it is not incredibly obvious to everybody. One can hope. One can hope. How you doing there, Allie? Good. I missed you guys last week. We missed you too. It's nice to be back and feeling semi-healthier than last week. It's good to have you back. Thanks. Absolutely. So how was uh, how was your weather, Toasty? Oh, it was pretty busy, actually. Um, pre-patch came out last week, so I did all the pre-patch things. I fixed up my appearances on my warrior, uh, my, my, my night elf warrior, my dwarven monk, and I boosted, I, because I got my collector's edition, I boosted my alliance warlock, and that was a worgen, so I spent some time playing around with the appearance there. Nice. And that's. Wait, you didn't do the, you didn't use your boost for your epic uh, pre order? I, I I didn't do an epic digital pre-order. I did the basic because I didn't want to spend the money <laughs> at the time. So I only did the basic pre-order uh, digitally. Yeah, I get that. Um, and yeah, uh, so I, I customized those three, and that was pretty much my Tuesday night. <laughs> uh, Wednesday, 
Oh no, sorry. Um, that was not pretty much my Tuesday night. I did other stuff on the Tuesday night. I I unlocked all the allied races that I had neglected over the course of of BFA. Uh, on the horde side of things, so I unlocked the Mankar orcs, the Volpera, and the Zandalari. And doing doing all those unlock quests just makes me angrier about the Nightfallen unlock quest, which I believe I said it when I unlocked them is woefully lacking. Like it's like I want to say one go there quest, but there might be two and like and a short scenario, and that was it. It was very disappointing, especially when you put it up against the Volpiro one, which has you going all over the place, the Mechanome one. Which uh, has you going through Mechagon and all that. Um, the Zandalari one had a like the story of how Talanji, like of Talanji's coronation. And all, like there was so much more to all the Allied race unlocks, and then you did Nightfallen, and I was yeah, I was very upset with that. <laughs> uh, Wednesday, I unlocked. The mechanomes and proceeded to make an even more cursed hunter than I already had. So, for those of you who aren't aware, when gnome hunters became a thing, um, I, I, being the bit of a troll that I am, because I remember people being very upset by the fact that gnomes could be hunters for some reason. And then I also remember that people being very upset that survival was being changed to a melee class, I made myself a gnome survival hunter. When, they, when the option became available to me. And when I unlocked Mechanomes, I'm like, well, that's an even more cursed combination because people, like... <laughs> because it's, not, it's not that people dislike the Mechanomes. I think the people who... Like, people didn't hate the idea of Mechanomes, I don't think. They just... I think when you compared it to the Volpira, like, the Volpira was very much a new thing and the Mechanome was half of a reskin. Because, you know, from the legs down, they're... Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> um, so, knowing that mechanomes could be hunters, I made my hunter, I made my uh, my hunter even more cursed, and made a mechanome survival hunter. And I've been having a lot of fun with that thing. Oh man, like survival, like low level survival hunter is actually like it feels really good. I don't know how, I don't know how it compares to high level or anything like that, but I'm really enjoying it. Um, and the rest of the week was spent, like, leveling a variety of alts. I kind of just hopped all over the place because I couldn't... It's not that I got bored of the of the character that I was playing. It's more that... It's more that I suddenly remembered the existence of another character. And, inst and instantly wanted to play it. So, you know, I, went, I was hopping a lot from my Mechanome to... I was going to my druid a lot i actually got my druid up to 50 so that's another level 50 character that i have then i went to my pandaren shaman and uh did some of the class hall stuff that i've neglected on on her i i started leveling up three more warriors <laughs> did you really yeah oh my gosh um so i've got a magkar orc warrior because i want to maintain a horde character yeah, for Shadowlands, it, just so I can, uh, I, I I have the option of running some content with some of the friends I have horde side. 
like if one one of the things that the beta has taught me is like I like there are some people that I would really like to play with. Like I had a lot of fun running stuff with Manny, but yeah, but I that option is not going to be really available to me unless I have a horde alt. I know I, I know Manny's like leveling up an alliance character. We could you know group up on with that, but I like I wanted to be a two way street, you know. If he doesn't feel like playing his alliance char- character, we can I can hop to the horde one. So that's so I'm leveling up a Magkar orc warrior. Um, I also because I wanted a uh, wild hammer warrior, I made a I made a female wild hammer dwarf with all complete nice. with all the tattoos and stuff like that. I did the uh, the death yeah. the, the death hawk hair, so it's got the mohawk with the weird. With the weird hair on the side, that's just a random patch for some reason. I don't really dig that, but it was the only thing that I could find that would help me adequately show off all the wild hammer tattoos. Nice. Can I just say, like, I love all the tattoos. Like, the, all the tattoo options are great. Blizzard, please give me armor that lets me show them off appropriately. Like right now, on my warrior, I settle with turning off my like I transmogging my chest armor away and that's fine it feels a little weird doing that on a female character (laughs) yeah sure uh so yeah give me more give me more armor options to show off the tattoos because there are so many great tattoo options and um they end up getting covered up that's about it. I completely neglected mount farming this week. I was I was just all about hopping to. I think I ended up hopping between six alts over the over the course of the past week because like I just kept, I kept getting excited about another character. Like, oh, I'll play that. I'll play that. I'll play that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how about you, Ellie? How how was your past couple weeks? I guess. Pretty good. I, in the pre-patch, customized my worgen. I have decided that, you know, she's been through some stuff. She's seen through some stuff. So it's time that she starts looking like it. I got her some gray fur. Not not the white fur. Not yet. She's she's graying. And I got some of the, the graying hair. She's got like strands of gray like mixed in her hair now. I just want to say your your worgen looks like she's literally been through hell and back. She kind of has, <laughs> and I gave, I gave her a scar like on, on her snout. I haven't decided the head cannon for the scar, but it's gonna there's gonna be something there because I'm, I'm excited. Um, so that was really cool. I really enjoyed that, and of course, must with you know talents and whatnot, or at least got it set up, and then. Some outruns, no success from any of them, but that's that's okay. And last night I got a chance to stream again, so I did some more of the Horde side questing because I still am trying to get two sides of every tale. And I really like the Nazmir questlines. Going through the whole Torga thing and all the stuff with the Blood Trolls is really interesting to me so i'm really really enjoying that i very much disliked that portion of the zone that portion of the zone that portion of the zone ruined the zone for me like 
I think I mentioned this on your stream last night. I was really liking that zone until I got to Torga, and then I was like, I hated it after that. Well, I'm not gonna ruin the. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spoil the ending, but it's 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 okay, Toasty. I mean, I, it's okay. I, I mean, I, I I played through it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I I definitely I I do understand that though for sure. Like it was definitely there were parts of it that I was actually surprised about because I had in my mind what I assumed the story was going to be and it was actually different. So <laughs> all that to say, I'm still working on that, but I'm really enjoying the process. And I also customized my druid because there are some great options, not only for druids, but for trolls. So I got her some, you know, face paint and body paint and got her side braid going that I was really excited to do and had fun with the ability to customize the individual forms of my druid, like my bear form, my cat form. So that was, that was really good. It was, it was actually a lot of fun. That's, that's basically it though. How about you, Medros? So I found this really cool game this week. It's called World of Warcraft. I mean, you've heard of it? Maybe. Uh, I haven't really played it a lot lately. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I actually played retail uh, pretty significantly this week. Um, started off the week... Okay, okay, let me, let me take a step back here. So, for half the week, I played significantly. For the, rest of the, for the, for the first half of the week, I was just annoyed. Um, so... I use Twitch to keep my add-ons um, under control and, and up-to-date and stuff. And I've grown really frustrated by the fact that there's a lot of add-ons that are getting updated, but the creators of that of those add-ons are not marking them as 9.0 add-ons. They're still mar- they still have them marked as 8.3 add-ons. And every time I log to a character, I'm getting prompts saying my add-ons are out of date. And is really flippant annoying. Um, add on to that that you know a lot of add-ons aren't updated yet; they're just not working at all. Uh, and it's it made for a bit of a frustration early in the week. Um, I did kind of do a rework of some of the add-ons I use. I've disabled most of them at this point, uh, and I'm literally only running ones that actually say they are 9.0 in Twitch. Um, because it, it just was too frustrating for me to, to try and work with stuff. Um, a lot of the add-ons that I do use, uh, that are updated don't work. Uh, so it's been quite an interesting experience doing that. Um, I did go through all, to all my characters, get them their new talents and all that stuff sorted out. Um, and pretty much Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday night, uh, my night was character not found. I don't know if you guys saw that, but I did. Oh, and it that's was annoying. rough. I, I was fortunate I, not to see I, that. I, I, I even went to five different servers that I have characters on. Every one of them said character not found. I went to different world servers, character not found. I'm like, whatever. Okay, I'm done. Uh, the, next, the, the next morning, I was able to get back in. Uh, do a few things, but by evening time again, it was it was just impossible. Um, so I, I was just like, uh, 
Dracred, I was trying that for two hours on Tuesday night, uh, three hours on Wednesday night. Uh, so, um, yeah, I think I waited plenty. Um, but I mean, it's it's patch day, patch time. Uh, a lot of people coming back right now. A lot of people getting in to get their barbershop visits in and stuff. Uh, get new trims and and all that good stuff. Uh, I I wasn't looking for that. Like that wasn't not at all what I was planning to do. Um, my biggest regret is that I missed some some emissary quests to, that I could have gotten done. Um, but I mean that's not a huge deal. Uh, by Friday things were stabilized. Uh, I think the, the maintenance they did on Thursday improved things pretty significantly, and then um, by Friday things were were better, and I was actually able to get in for significant periods of time on alts, and not like spend time between alts, and um, yeah, so Friday and Saturday and Sunday, uh, I spent each t time each day working on emissaries, um, and then realized last night that. With the changes to leveling, it's actually pretty feasible in a, in a character that is currently, or what was already in uh, BFA content, to get a character up pretty quickly to level 50. Uh, because, uh, as we know, each expansion is meant to get you from level 10 to level 50 uh, and get you ready for going into Shadowlands. Uh, so what was originally meant to get you 10 levels, uh, 110 to 120, well, now that content makes you go real fast. So uh, I decided to go over to a few alts that were not quite uh, level 50 and um, leveled them up. So I leveled up my uh, Worgen Druid, and I leveled up my Horde Pandaren Monk, uh, next up is my priest, and then I will take a look and see what I want to do after that, because I have, that's all the characters that are in BFA content, waiting for Shadowlands. Um, I'm still doing Paragon stuff, trying to do emissaries wherever I can, uh, on all my characters. Uh, I feel like they're, they're feeling a little bit easier, uh, now that I've got all the talents in place and, uh, got a good solid, uh, standing for that stuff. Um, and just kind of going through and trying to get stuff done, get characters ready. I've started listing stuff on the auction house again. I uh, haven't really made much, but uh, have listed a few things here or there and sold lots of uh, crafting mats. Uh, I'm going to start selling stuff off from, to the vendors soon, uh, just because I'm pretty sure people aren't going to be spending uh, much for uh, weapons from BFA uh, after the expansion's done, so. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I've, I've really enjoyed my time this week. I uh, really feel like I had productive time, and I feel like uh, I wasn't wasting my time being on the uh, on the retail server, so. Uh, hoping uh, pretty significantly that uh, we'll see uh, a patch, uh, uh, expansion release date uh, in the next week or so, and uh, we can prepare for Shadowlands in a more uh, timely fashion. So we'll have, to, we'll have to see. But yeah, that was uh, that was about it. Um, I guess uh, 
let's talk about what uh, what's happening in WoW. All right. <clears throat> so this week in WoW, uh, Howl's Ends is started. Uh, started on the 18th, runs until the 31st. Uh, one small update to not necessarily sh- not necessarily Howl's End, but an item that we get in Howl's End uh, was the. Uh, Broom. The the broom mount got a little bit of an update. It has a new mount special that sends you in a couple loop de loops. Making the broom mount that much better. You know it would be even better if we could mount it all the time instead of just, you know during Hallow's End. Not that I'm dropping any hints for Blizzard, but I'm also dropping hints for Blizzard. <laughs> like I don't care if it's on instant cast anymore. In fact, just make the instant cast thing like a, a, a perk of it being during Hell's End. But the rest of the time, give us a cast time. Just just give it to give me the broom mount year round, please. Um, also, we've got the Arena Skirmish event going from October 20th to the 26th. And that's it. Yay! All right. So, uh, as we mentioned, uh, there was a bit of a patch this week. Uh, so, some stuff uh, is new and, and some stuff's changed. And, uh, of course, there's always going to be stuff that is uh, known issues. Uh, stuff that was not able to be fixed before the patch went live, but they are acknowledging that it's, it's a known issue and they're working on it kind of stuff. Uh, so... Uh, apparently, uh, for anybody who like plays one of those warrior weirdos. Uh, if Avatar is not in your spellbook and you are supposed to have it, try changing your spec or logging in and out. Uh, Druids, if your class mount flight form is inexplicably missing, go and check the barbershop. They seem to be hanging out there. And Night Warriors, if you wake up and are no longer part of the Night Warrior Black Eye Club, check the barbershop. Uh, if you de- defeat Maiden of Vigilance and the elevator is out of order, there is a teleporter for your convenience. Um... And some of the, the known issues here are stuff that, again, like, this is, um, so it's related to, like, really early on in the, uh, in, in the patch cycle, so, like, character not found, that, that issue seems to be resolved for the most part. Um, uh, allied races being locked, uh, graphics card out of date errors, uh, extra bag slots, uh, probably nothing to or missing. You can't. Well, you can log in, but nothing works. Uh, your character has no eyeballs, which that's, I mean, unless you're a death knight, that's that's terrifying. Oh my god! I mean, it's not that different than being a, a night warrior, right? It's a black well, eyes. see, there's a difference between like a black eye and no eye at all. <sighs> True. I mean, tis the season, right? I guess. The same. The same. <laughs> You're, you're getting uh, early. Let me start on your Christmas, your, your uh, Halloween costume. That's all. It's fine. Yeah. See, see, image, see the gif of fire around as saying that's it's fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I mean, not significant issues, but um, I, uh, I mean, there's definitely gonna be some people who are gonna be frustrated, but I, I'm fine with most of this stuff. Like, it's not game breaking. It's just yeah. weird stuff. So. And some of these issues are already fixed. Like the one uh, they mentioned about the Mechanome quest line, uh, the Mechanome unlock quest line being like not available. That was fixed, I think, on the Wednesday patch. Because all of a sudden on Wednesday, I could unlock Mechanomes. 
So some of these things might be fixed, but if if you're if you're encountering an issue, check out check out the post that they did with all the known problems. Uh, but yeah, so uh, known issues. There there are always going to be known issues, but uh, yeah, some are already fixed. Some of them are still being worked on, and some maybe fixed by the time the expansion comes out. Uh, talk about some undocumented stuff. Yes, so as a lot of us know, when we get a new patch, especially new expansion, sometimes there are undocumented changes. Sometimes they're silly, sometimes they're serious. Wowhead has been able to give us a list of them. Some of them are things we've kind of talked about in the past, such as the Warlords of Draenor armor, crafted armor, temporarily unavailable stuff. So we won't really go into ones we've touched on before, but we have some others, such as druids now have to learn the expert riding skill like everyone else, but your mage tower bear form now has a dance animation. I have not seen it. I feel like I need to because seeing the werebear dance would be pretty great. Have either of you seen it? It's so good. <laughs> Is it? Um, I don't go bear form and I've never done a mage shower. So, uh, no. Well, maybe you've seen other people doing the dance. I don't know. It's so good. I love it so much. I wish I had <laughs> that. <laughs> uh. So some other changes. Hunters can now tame cloud serpents. And Forsaken Hunters can now tame undead pets. After Shadowlands drops, any hunter will be able to tame undead pets if they acquire a certain special tome. But that's a little something going on. And Medris mentioned the, the, the eye thing going on. So we'll, we'll, we'll leave that one be. The Death Knight hair colors are now available to everyone else. That's definitely a new thing. For transmogs, and I know this I'm actually really excited, the artifact weapon transmogs are opened up, which we may have mentioned this before. So all specs in a class can transmog your artifact weapon. So example, on my holy priest, I can now wear a Zalatath, which is very much the shadow priest. Nice artifacts so i'm super excited about that yeah my war- my warrior i'm using the two prot weapons because, er- nice. because er- just on, like, on my on my warrior also sorry because yeah. i don't get titan's grip until level 14 so i need to use one handers like a chump so <laughs> so i'm using i'm using the prot weapon like the sca- nice. scale shard i think it's called looks good anyway right. so whatever Something I'm excited about, too, is that if you use wands, finally, we can transmog your wands into other main hand weapons. Now, yeah, some of the wands are kind of cool looking and they're kind of nice to have. But they can be very limiting for a transmog and hard to work with sometimes so i'm really happy that they opened that up thank you blizzard thank you i assume that goes the <laughs> other way around because there are some one models that i freaking love and i would yeah love like i said like there's some that are still good yeah and i would sure. love to use them because you don't have a wand often <laughs> so I'm, I'm curious so 
transmog a wand over like a one-handed sword. Does it then look like you're shooting like fireballs out of your sword, or does your animation change to a hack and slash even though you're firing a wand? You don't really fire wands anymore. Oh, okay. That tells you how long it's been since I used a wand. If you if if I'm wrong, like someone please correct me, but usually if to be fair, I have not auto-attacked much with a wand unless it's say for example doing an old school raid and I'm doing a certain achievement where it has to die slowly and then I auto attack then but by then I'm I'm in melee range because I'm the only one there and so I wouldn't see if it shot anything out so I, I, I could be wrong I could be oh this sounds like it requires some testing I'm sure I have a wand in my bags I might have one equipped I don't know. It's felt like a stat stick for quite a while, so I don't know. But if you want, I can I can test this and see. Yeah, I'd offer to test it, but that means I have to change off the arcane staff on my mage. And okay, don't do that. That staff's awesome. Yeah, because it's Matt Mercer talking to me. I'm right. not going to change that. <laughs> I mean, whatever. <laughs> I will. I will do my best to test that out, Medros, and I will report back. Okay. Okay. So they've already mentioned in a previous post that the experience bonus potions, such as uh, Drought of Ten Lands, is going to be capped at level 50. But also some other ones are going to no longer function over 50, including some speed potions, invisibility potions, and the Skystep potion, which lets you hover. A bit. So, something to keep in mind. Another thing, which we we may have talked about, but you know, it really just, it bears repeating because I am thrilled. Unicorn mounts can fly now. That means if you went through getting your lucid nightmare, which personally, I love that experience. It was so great. I'm one of those people that actually liked that maze. It can fly now. I'm so excited. So excited. And it's it's been talked about a bit. It's kind of made its way around various circles and whatnot. But there has been some dialogue changed. Actually, one particular dialogue changed from Garrosh in a quest called The War Chief Cometh. Where he calls Sylvanas a certain name that starts with a B. And it is very much a very negative insult. And Steve Denauser explained in an interview why they moved that change, but they decided to go ahead and take out that particular word, which is everyone has various opinions on that, but we'll move on. One of the more bigger changes, and I'm still not sure how I feel about this, is if you are going to be trying to make pre-made groups and within the group finder, you actually have to be level 50 now to access it. Which can be frustrating, you know, especially if you are trying to form a group for something or other. Um, but it stops low level people from joining some, you know, high tier farming group. People who are trying to, you know, make make gold off of, you know, 
boosting characters or running through whatever. And that could potentially be why they made this change. But for those who are going for very specific lower level activities, like Herald of the Titans, for example, or like I said, like going for like elite rares or whatever, that could be really tricky. So I know Blizzard's gotten some feedback on this. There's a lot of people that aren't very happy about this. So we'll see if this change sticks or not. What do you guys think about it? Um, I like personally, it doesn't affect me. I don't use the group finder that much, but for some of the reasons that were listed in the article, like Herald of the Titans and whatnot, like it sucks for those people who are trying to are uh, trying to find and put together groups for that. And like I, I'm, I'm, I'm with them, and the I don't understand this change basically. Right. So we also have the. Draenor bonus objectives, which was awesome for XP and some quick leveling. That experience has now been nerfed. As has the Gorgon quests. But there are still some people that say, despite that, it still is one of the best options for leveling with Chromie time. So something to think of. The dungeon entrances have been added to old world zone maps. Uh-huh. It used to be right. you would need right. So not what well, it says so it says dungeon entrances and it says old world zone maps. So I don't know if that is going to also include raids but I don't and and, and other zones beyond just say Kalimdor and Eastern Kingdoms. But I don't see why they wouldn't. If not now then eventually. Usually you need some kind of add on like handy notes or something so either way this is a nice little quality life changes especially with ideally hoping that we're getting new players in and that kind of thing um yeah that's that's about it there's some other little ones here and there but those are some of the bigger ones so uh, there's one thing i've noticed this since this patch yet that i'm thinking it's built into the game but i don't know if it's an add-on that's doing it that i'm not aware of the indicator of, like, how far you are away from an objective. Uh-huh. Is that, like, in this pat? Like, is it part of the game now? Or is this a pat- a pat- an add-on that's doing this? Well, part? I know that's a Shadowlands feature. Okay. Um, and so then that must be what it is. I'm, yeah, I, I don't remember if that has actually come out on... It, it's it's live now. Pre- pat- yeah, I was trying to remember. I, I was just questioning last night. I'm trying to remember, and I honestly don't remember because I was paying attention to that. But uh, I think, yeah. I think that's out now. That, that's a that's a thing. I will say, I enjoy that. It's, it's been interesting. It's nifty. Well, now I don't have to have my map open all the time. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well, that is that. I'm sure once Shadowlands proper drops, there might be some more undocumented changes, because that's pretty typical. But until then, we can talk about some starter account limitations. Alrighty. Now, I don't know specifically which one of these are new, uh, but what you can do on a starter account, which is, again, uh, an account where you have not purchased the game, uh, you don't have an expansion, and you don't have game time. Um, so the, you're able to play all up to level 20. Now, the Exiles Reach um, are... that The Exiles Reach is one, level 1 to 10. So... 
Um, I'm guessing you just go to your capital after that, and then you have to go out to the whatever um, whatever zone you're in because you don't get to do uh, chromy time. Uh, so you don't get to choose an expansion. You automatically do your forced go to XL's reach for levels one to ten, and then you have to go through just regular content for the for the next ten levels until you hit level twenty. Um, uh, oh, sorry. Yeah, so it says here you start, starter accounts can play from levels one, ten to twenty in BFA zones. So that's pretty cool. Uh, so you at least get a, a taste on the newer content, not uh, stuck in like Elwyn Forest or something. Uh, you can also perform a variety of limited actions on starter accounts. You can only earn and carry a maximum of 1,000 gold per character. You can only chat in the newcomer chat that is part of the guide system, say, in party channels. And you can only whisper friends if they are added by character name. Um, some of the previous limitations are no longer in effect in starter accounts. Uh, you are now able to learn professions and use slash commands like emotes in chat. You even, you, you even use emotes in the Excel's Reach quest right beneath your, their eyes, slash, right beneath their eyes. Uh, and then what you cannot do in a starter account uh, is content from other expansions besides BFA, Chromie Time included, uh, level characters above level 20, talk in chat channels such as General and Trade, whisper other characters, you can whisper them if you add them as friends, or if you receive a whisper first. Uh, pet battling, any real ID or battle net ch chat functions, create or invite people to parties, however you can be invited to a party, or open trades, use mailboxes, or interact with the auction house. Uh, so, just some very basic limitations for those who um, could use an account that could be used to harass somebody or cause problems. Uh, just limiting what those problems could be, as well as limiting any abuse of, of the game. So, uh, what do you guys think of these changes? Uh, and what, what the limitations are now for, for the starter accounts? I don't know. It make, makes sense to me. Like they, uh, with a starter account, you know, more than likely it's somebody who's playing the game through the game for the first time. So it makes sense to <clears throat> limit them to going through the newest content, aka Exile's Reach, and then the BFA leveling content. So I don't know. That makes sense to me. Yeah, I think I think it's fine. I mean, it's. Admittedly, doesn't impact me on a personal level, so I don't know if someone's starter account would be frustrated with this or not. But I think, I think they make sense. That's what I think. I think it makes sense. <laughs> common common sense changes yeah, are good. Absolutely. All right. Uh, let's talk about some changes to the pre-patch. Yeah, I mean, these these are kind of things that just weren't covered by the other topics. It's small things that don't really have a huge impact, but, you know, it's, it's, it's worth noting. Um, for re for uh, spoiler reasons, I'm not going to go into too much detail on the updates to the leader PvP achievements, but suffice to say that changes have been made to that. So if you're, if you're going for the... Uh, those kill all the leader achievements. Um, make sure you're killing the right one, as outlined in those in these updates. Uh, another thing that's been changed is Azerite armor. It can be vendored now, which you know is nice because I had a lot of Azerite armor sitting around, and uh, I don't really feel the need to scrap any of that anymore. I don't need the mats, so just taking away that extra step, a okay. 
And one thing that I was very, very happy about, especially because I spent so much time leveling up alts this weekend and this land last week, was uh, Transmog. There's been some changes to Transmog outside of the Legion Artifact stuff. So basically most of the Transmog options that uh, will be available to you are going to be available at level 10. So as soon as you leave Exile's Reach or hit level 10, you're going you're gonna to be able to look like a really awesome insert your class here. Which is fantastic. My my all all my new characters do not look like new characters. They've got good looking transmogs, and I'm very happy about it. Did you did you guys play around with low level characters at all, and and transmog to your hearts to to your hearts content with the wide array of options available to you, or is that just me? I have not since pre patch, but I have a couple that I intend to level, and I'm thrilled with that change. I think it's, it's, it's great. Like I'm, I'm, I always have mixed emotions when I start a new character and they have so few options. Cause on one hand, it's hard just to sit there and watch it and know that it doesn't look good. <laughs> but sometimes it's fun to see when you get new gear, what you look like and that kind of thing. Plus as you're leveling up, you're constantly getting new gear. So it means you constantly change your transmog anyway. But I like that we at least have this option now. Mm -hmm. And I'm really glad that they're letting us vendor Azurite armor. So glad. I have so much of it. <laughs> I gotta say, one, one, one little like headcanon breaking thing for me with the transmog is, you know, they're calling me like recruit or whatever. And like, I, I have two artifact weapons strapped to my back. Like I, I am, I am a badass warrior right now. And <laughs> calling me a recruit. Like what, what, come on, man. But it's fine. <laughs> it's just, I'm just imagining um, somebody calling you recruit while you're leveling up. <laughs> and like you got like two shadow boards in your head or something like that <laughs> I love it well you can't have two shadow boards at that level you can have one if you went arms for some reason I guess you know what I mean though sure but anyway, um, that's just some of the smaller changes that have happened in pre-patch like I said it's nothing crazy but it's it's worth noting Especially because right now, you know, right now is usually the time that people are fo are forming groups to kill the leaders and getting rid of all their old gear from the last expansion and leveling alts. That's all relevant information, probably. Well, let's let's uh let's let's leave behind the Shadowlands the pre the pre patch discussion and go into. Uh, go into some some interesting things that happen in uh, the world of PvP, specifically um, competitive PvP. There, there have been some high-profile suspensions handed out to some pretty notable people in the in the 
competitive PvP scene. Um, so, uh, Raikou, Swap, Swap XE, uh, two former players for XSET Gaming have been indefinitely banned. So it's not like temporary long-term suspension. They are indefinitely banned after reaching a 3655 rating in 3v3s. And 3655 rating is like, it says in this article, it's the highest in WoW PvP history. I, I, I don't know enough about competitive PvP to verify that, but, you know, that's what they put out there. And that's, wow, that's, that's not great for them. No, but sometimes that's what you gotta do. Yeah. They were banned for, due to bad behavior, according to um, the official rules. Um, specifically, it's regarding indecent language following some private VODs, which resurfaced uh, last week. The videos have since been deleted from Twitter and Reddit once the suspensions were dealt out. So I didn't get a chance to watch any of that. I wasn't aware of those. But, uh... Yeah, I guess they were bad enough to warrant a permanent ban, and I don't imagine that's something that happens lightly, so they must have been truly heinous. The uh, One of the other persons I think is from their team, uh, Looney, received a one-year ban. Uh, so it looks like, it looks as though specifically these, these players were dealt punishments based on Severe unsportsmanlike conduct, which uh, I can't say I'm mad at, honestly. Yeah, one of their teammates didn't get any punishment. Uh, uh, Oscar Waz Wolf uh, got no punishment, but and the one who got a year punishment did get it. Get a punish, did get a year ban, uh, suspension for uh, his account not being in good standing. Though I'm not sure what that means. Oh, okay. Many, many has enlightened us as to what they were saying. I'm not going to repeat that. But knowing what they said, uh, yeah. No. Ban them. Yeah. Get get that trash out of there. Uh, it was... All I will say is that it was a racially... racially insensitive terms. Yes. And, uh, yeah. Good, good riddance. Bad rubbish. As my parents used to say. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, both players were uh, were kicked off their team with Xset uh, when this came to light. Uh, so not only did they get banned from WoW, they got got, got, got kicked off their team. Good. Yep. So uh, congratulations, uh, you had a great week and the worst week ever, all at the same time. Congratulations. Couldn't have happened to nicer people. I feel. Yeah. Absolutely no sympathy for that. Yeah, don't don't be don't don't be racist, guys. Just there's no need for that. That's abhorrent behavior, and it shouldn't be, and it nope. shouldn't be tolerated anywhere. Yeah, no, it's uh, it is unacceptable, and uh, good on Blizzard for making this decision. Yeah, yep, it sets a precedent that you know should. I'm I'm glad these steps are being taken. They should have been taking taken a long time ago to show people that this kind of behavior is absolutely wrong and will not be tolerated. But um, 
It's a step in the right direction. Yeah. All right. Let's yeah, let's talk about something else. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about some uh, some XP stuff, shall we? Sure. So in Shadowlands, not the pre-patch, but Shadowlands proper, there's been a lot of tweaking of experience gained here and there. Because basically, Blizzard wants to make it so that the process of going from 50 to 60 in terms of story and going through the covenants and what content is available, they want to make it smooth, make it make sense, that kind of thing. There are reports that Ardenweald, that there's issues with Ardenweald and Revendreth, and basically that leveling experience being slower than what they intended. And to, to the point that some, some, some testers, not everyone, but some testers, they'll complete the Revendreth campaign, which is, if I remember right, the last one. Right, yeah. And then struggling to find some extra XP <laughs> in order to actually complete everything. So they've made a small fix for now. It's more of a hot fix to boost some experience gains from levels, uh, sorry, from questing in Ardenweald and Revendreth, just to make it a little bit smoother while they work on their permanent fix of tweaking the experience levels for whatnot. Because like originally people were leveling way too fast. And then, it, you know, in some areas it was a little, a little bit too far for the tweaking. So they're still working out all that. So if you if you are in beta, keep testing this out. Keep giving the feedback because this is why we do it. To help out with things like this. And apparently we sing. Well done. <laughs> and, and some of the, some of these some of this beta reduction some of this beta reduction some of this experience reduction is like not insignificant. It's like at first it's kind of small. You look at level 50, level fifty reduction. It's 06 percent. Like okay, whatever. You're not gonna notice that. At level fifty nine, it is a forty four percent reduction. Yeah. Yeah. That is not an insignificant experience reduction. Like, hopefully, they're able to come to they're they're able to uh figure out their more comprehensive fix but you know take comfort i guess that if they can't figure it out they can't make it work they all these numbers are very helpfully there already yep yeah i'm definitely looking forward to seeing how this uh plays out in, in actual live gameplay apparently the hot fix last week boosted the gains in the last two zones are wheel by and rev death by around 40 percent which uh Tosu was just mentioning and the newest build basically reverted the changes that they made a while back. Oh, I knew. So all that to say, they're, they're, they're tweaking it all. They're still working on making that a smooth experience for everyone. Yep. Yeah, that's 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 about it for uh, Shadowlands stuff. Indeed. Uh, and, and, and now we get to talk about some fun stuff. Yeah, we do. So, I have to ask. Did you guys see anything interesting in the mail lately? Um, I've gotten I've gotten a couple things. I got some new dice the other day. That was kind of cool. I'm thinking a bit bigger than a dice. Well, it was like a set of seven, and they're metal dice. So it's got they got it's got it's got some weight to it. Is basically what I'm saying. 
Okay, then. Al, anything for you in the mail lately? Maybe. Just maybe. And it may be something that made me incredibly happy and made life so much easier as a podcaster. And streamer. Well, I mean, we can always, you know, try to enjoy really cool things we get, right? Yeah, I've been having fun injecting this voice into my meetings at work. It's been very enjoyable. I, alas, cannot use my home PC for work meetings, or I would absolutely be using uh, this voice in work meetings. (laughs) You get in so much trouble. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. So clearly we all got a bunch of new fancy things to play around with, and we're very much enjoying them. <laughs> yes. Uh, you, you may have heard the opening, if you downloaded the episode last week, uh, you would have heard the opening uh, was a little different than recorded in the live show. Uh, so the folks over at Blue uh, sent all of us, as well as Fandeth, uh, new mics. Uh, they are the Yeti X... World of Warcraft edition. And uh, I would say I think we all I can I can speak for all of us when I say that we all really enjoy them. Absolutely. Oh, I love it. Love it so much. Uh, I I'm really excited to try some of the stuff out that that this comes with. Um I actually made an unboxing video uh, on my YouTube channel. Um and I I really like I think you guys agree with me on this one. Like the the stuff that you get with this this is mic, the access to the software and so on, uh, is essentially enough to basically make your own audio drama. Yeah, yeah. The the tool, tools available there, not only with just like the voice changing thing. There's there's the whole sampling thing. There's a whole uh, set of samples that uh, they've included with the software. Which is really cool, and I'm sure somebody on this show, Ellie, is really going to enjoy that in the future. <laughs> um, my favorite part about this software is just the uh, the ability to like mix your audio on the fly, and oh, it's so good! It's, oh my gosh! It's it. Like, full disclosure, guys, we've got these mics a few weeks ago. We've been using them on the show for a few weeks now, and it's made my life so much easier in terms of editing everything. Like the like if you're if you're looking at getting into podcasting or streaming like maybe maybe not like maybe not the Yeti X World of Warcraft edition if you don't feel like splurging the extra I think there's a $30 price difference between the Yeti X WoW edition and the normal Yeti X but the Yeti X coupled with the software that they provide that is available to it is fantastic um I know Ali and I were talking about it a bit the other day, but uh, uh, I know for me personally, normally I have to run my audio for recordings through a bunch of different filters to make it sound appropriate. I think Ali mentioned that she has to do that too. Yeah, for so for this show, I run it through basically three um, filters, effects, whatnot. For my show, I run it through five. And... You know, take out things like mouth sounds, de-essing, de-popping, noise reduction, you know, noise gate, lots of other audio stuff. Plus having a, you know, pop filter. And with this, I 
don't have to do any of that, which is a big deal. It saves a lot of time. And I know for me, I go into podcasting with more confidence, knowing that my audio is going to have the quality it does now with this mic and this software. Right. I mean, the software allows you to do EQ, which is fantastic. And like Ali said, there's a bunch of signal cleanup that it does as well. You know, noise reduction, noise gate, which I love because it's so good. <laughs> because sometimes my aquarium is loud for some reason, and occasionally I get to go through the audio tracks every week and manually remove the the aquarium sounds. And and I haven't had that problem since we had this mic, and since we've had access to the software. Like it basically, it's doing the like. If you're looking at streaming or podcasting, there, there you got two options available for you in terms of microphones. You can go with a USB mic, or you can spend a little bit of extra money and go with an XLR mic with a mixer. Now that's that's inherently going to be more expensive because of the of the microphone. Like the, the, those, the XL, a good XLR microphone can be a little pricey, and the mixers are not cheap. But if you're wanting to just take a step into it and see if it's something that you're going to enjoy picking up picking up a, a Yeti X with like with or without the WoW branding which by the way the WoW branding on it is fantastic I love it so much we'll talk about it a bit later yeah. um like, that's going to help that's going to help you a lot in just getting started the the the, the software uh the, the included software does a good job of breaking it down so in a very simple way and with while also giving you the option to get more into the nitty-gritty of the different things so if, if for example I wanted to get more detailed with the gate I just click into the up I click into the gate and you know, I can adjust some stuff like the noise gate threshold attenuation attack release etc etc if I really wanted to fine tune it for for what I want out of audio that being said I don't know what I want out of audio so I usually just stick with the basics and it's been doing me a great job so far um, I don't know if you've played too, too much with it Ali the software oh yes <laughs> so it comes with two like preset uh, options in terms of basically signal clean signal cleanup and equalizer and I kind of looked at those tested my voice listened to my voice with both those and then kind of tweaked it to be how I wanted it and what I felt worked well for my my voice and I finally I got it to a good spot and I'm really happy with it especially because you have to also consider the room you're in you know, the more things you have in your room, the less echo there's going to be. Whereas if you have less things in your room, it, it it actually impacts the audio. So to get it to what works for my voice and my room and to have that kind of power to do it on the fly even is, is amazing. I'm, I am madly in love with this mic. <laughs> it's, it's such a big deal. And I already had a Yeti. I liked my Yeti. But this is definitely an upgrade and knowing that they're going to be adding eventually more voices and more sound clips and whatnot, it's 
great. I love that they partner with Warcraft. I could not be happier with that. And I'm going to get a good, good use out of this. <laughs> Unfortunately, the whole changing things on the fly sometimes can be a little too easy and you might accidentally change it without realizing it. Good job, buddy. Not that that's happened to me at all. <laughs> no, not at all. Of course not. Of course not. <laughs> Medros, why don't you talk to us about some of the uh, some of the wild branding on it that makes that just gives it that extra wow touch? Well, so uh, for me, like I have mine on uh, boom arm. So some of the the most notable branding for it is is, is lost, which is the mat, the the stand. Um, I still have the stand. It's in a in the traveling case in case I ever need to travel with my mic. Uh, but it is uh, it's got some. I'm guessing they're like dwarvish or some form of rune on the bottom uh, that are Warcraft themed. And then the uh, the front where your uh, where your audio or your volume dial is. Um, the meter to show you how loud you are is also in a set of runes, which I think is really neat. Um, and then also on the back, there's the Warcraft logo. Um, now, if you follow any of us on Twitter, uh, you would have seen uh, us tweet, all of us retweeting a video about two weeks ago, I guess now, two, two and a half weeks ago, like yeah. that. Uh, where they gave kind of an in-shadow preview of this. Um, it looks, it's, it's a beautiful mic. Um, I, I, we all had Yetis before we started this, uh, this, with these new ones. Um, and I think we're all very happy with the, uh, the upgrade. Um, and I, I do believe we get to keep the Mali. I promise. Come take away your it mic. just seems too good to be true. And <laughs> like my husband's <laughs> waiting to get my other Yeti for when he does stream and whatnot. And I haven't given it to him yet because I'm afraid that this is going to be taken away from me because I love it too much. <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm I pretty confident you get to keep that. You're not going to ask to send it back. Um, but yeah, the, the the from the box down to the to the mic itself, uh, everything just looks very pretty. Uh, it is definitely a very Warcraft themed product. Uh, it is a Shadowlands themed product. Uh, like the the back of the box has the the skybox and a nice crown that we see now. Uh, it, it's it's just a, a beautiful, beautiful product. And they did some the really good touches with making it look just right for for a, a World of Warcraft theme. Um, I, I love the runes on the base. I love the runes on the on the uh, my, uh, on the volume meter there. Um, and I mean, I know Tosi, you had to kind of. Hide your mic during your streams so that people wouldn't yep, see what it was. I changed that back. Um, it's, it's in my preferred but, position now, upside down in front of my face. Yeah, um, I I like mine where it is. Uh, I actually had to do almost no changes to the settings for mine, um, so it, it looks really good. Uh, I don't get to see the Warcraft logo, uh, but it works very well where it is, and I still get to uh, look up on on occasion and, and check out the. The runes as I'm talking to see uh, how loud I am, and that's pretty cool. That being said, I mean, it still has some of the problems that a condenser mic is going to have, in that it will pick up literally yes. everything. So make make good use of the G Hub Blue 
voice software because it, it'll be your friend. In Turn that, that game down. Crank, yeah, crank the game down. <laughs> and um, like they have a couple presets available f- for you there. Like there's a broadcaster one and a bass boost presets. Um, for some reason, the broadcaster preset is set to like a gain of 60. That is way too high. For reference, right now I'm cranked down to an 8. Oh, you did eight. Yeah, I'm an eight. <laughs> I am still at a sixty. Yeah, but I like I like to have my mic close to my face, so yeah. you know, your, exp- your 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 experiences will vary. Just play around with the software a little bit and tweak it. Yeah. Uh, so just so, so people get at home can kind of get an idea. Uh, this is the broadcaster setting here, and this is the bass boost setting. Uh, it's definitely very different. You can tell the, the difference. Um, and it, this is the setting that you recommend using for the effects, like we were talking, we were doing earlier. Um, and on my, uh, on my video, uh, there's Orc, Gnome, Gnome Extreme, Demon, and Imp. Uh, we do, we do know that they said they're going to be working on more. Uh, they had hoped to have some up by release, but I don't know that that, that happened because I haven't seen an update yet. Uh, but I'm really excited to uh, to have fun with this and and to uh, to play around with this and, and see. Like this is uh, this is meant for streamers. This is meant for content creators, and I think this is going to be a really fun thing to play with uh, going forward and see what uh, fun we do uh, as part of the show and as part of other content creation. Yeah. That being said. Um... It's, it's still up there in price. Uh, uh, the uh, Normally, the Yeti X is $169 US. Nice. Um, and, but the... Uh, <laughs> the the If you want to get the Yeti X Warcraft Edition, it's going to crank that price up by 30 bucks. So it'll be like a, a $199 US. Which, you know, is up there. I'm not going to... I'm not going to say that it's not, but I... The, same time, Blue has never really done me wrong in terms of audio, in terms of microphones. So, you're, it's if you're looking at getting into content creation or whatever, or you just want to play around with the cool voice stuff, it's the, it's available for you for one one seventy or two hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, I, I my first pro level mic was the Blue Snowball. Um, next up was the Yeti, and now I've got the Yeti X, and I I like you, you said. Uh, never done me wrong. Uh, never let me down, and uh, I very much appreciate their products. Just one other, my one my my only complaint about the software itself, and it's a very minor thing, because like whatever. Um, if you look at some of the comparables in the market, the like the one that I think a lot of people compare this to is the Elgato Waves. The, the software that comes with that, with that includes an audio mixer, so you can fine tune your output for streams and whatnot. And that's not something that's available with G Hub and Blue Voice, which like is a minor thing, and you can kind of adjust that for yourself if you want uh, via OBS or whatever you're streaming, because that 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 kind of feature is meant more for streamers. The um, audio mixing. That's something to consider, but at the same time, like you can do that with other software. Yeah, um, each piece of software comes with uh, with unique features. Um, 
if you are, if you're able to try each one out, uh, take a look at what, what they offer and see if it works for you. But, uh, uh, I'm really impressed with, with what this comes with. And, uh, I, I appreciate, uh, thank you to blue for sending this out to us. Yes. Thank you very much. Yeah. I, I couldn't, uh, like, like Pedro says, it's just, it has seemed too good to be true. And I am super grateful. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Uh, let's uh, let's get on with talking about ours. You know. You know. What I think. I, I think this might be great for doing audiobook readings. So little effort needed to clean up your audio afterwards is perfect, isn't it? I think so. And if you want to check out other audiobooks, you can you can check out Audible. Today's show is brought to you by Audible. You can get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash ATA Reads 2020. That's bit.ly slash ATA Reads 2020. Now nearly 500,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. This week we're going to continue our journey through the WoW books with Illidan. Let's have a listen. Green meteors ripped through the dark clouds that perpetually obscured the heavens over Shadow Moon Valley. The ground shook as the monstrously ornate demonic siege engines on the walls of the Black Temple rained death down on the blood elf forces of Prince Kael'thas Sunstrider, strewing the red earth of Outland with their corpses. Despite their losses, the elves pushed forward, determined to take the citadel of Magtheridon, Lord of Outland, the Burning Legion's satrap in this shattered world. Illidan paused for a moment and studied the Black Temple. To inexperienced eyes, the defenses might look immeasurably strong, but he saw that they had been neglected. There were too few sentries for the span of the towering walls, the warding spells were starting to unravel, and the metal struts of the gates were stained with rust and verdigris. The defenders responded slowly, as if they could not quite believe they were being assaulted by a force so much smaller than their own. Perhaps they expected to be relieved by demonic allies. If so, they were doomed to disappointment. So once again, that was World of Warcraft Illidan, written by William King and narrated by Gray Malcolm. You can find that and nearly 500,000 titles over at bit.ly slash ATA Reads 2020. And we'd like to thank Audible for their support of the show. All right, so question of the week from last week was, what are your guesses for the new Shadowlands release date and why? Argent Rose says, I'm thinking December 14th slash 15th or 21st slash 22nd. Close to Christmas, still technically this year. And it fits with the idea of the raids being released next year. The only problem is that it would conflict with lots of holiday time for some people. But with the Rona happening right now, it might not be that big of a deal. The other option is that it's done sometime near the end of November to coincide with the November 23rd, 2004 release date, so anniversary time. This has the problem of raid release being before the end of the year unless they decide to delay it, which they may not need to do, but could. Again, be problematic with the nature of it being the holiday season. All in all, I think I prefer the December dates to the November ones as it allows for people to enjoy the game over the holidays, get geared up, and get ready for reading if they're into that and then start those new raids once everyone's back from holidays and ready to smashy smash stuff <laughs> I'm a huge advocate of smashy smash so yes <laughs> WookieBH simply says December 1st at 12 GMT which works out to November 30th in North America or sometime next year 
Well, I didn't get a chance to listen. To listen. <laughs> I didn't get a chance to answer. <laughs> since I wasn't here last week. So I am going to say December 8th. That's one that keeps sticking to my head. So I'm going to go with that. And I do think the raid will come out early January. Yeah. <laughs> Leah Wild says, if it doesn't become delayed until 2021, the three candidates are November 17th, December 1st, and December 8th, skipping Thanksgiving and avoiding getting too close to holidays. At first, I thought November 17th, but we haven't heard anything yet, so I'll say December 1st. Jared RPG says, December 15th, with the raid opening up January 5th. They're going to have to balance out the holidays, and given that they originally wanted two weeks after launch for the first raid, they will still likely want to keep it short between launch and raid release. M Shadow Corner says December 1st, which would be the first reset after American Thanksgiving. Then raid will release early next year. Drakenred says we have a US company with the following holidays, Halloween, Thanksgiving, and Christmas. They have two new work they need to do. Sorry, they have two new work they need to done on existing dungeons, on top of all the other issues people are commenting on with covenants, conduits, plus the ability bloat. I'd say first week of December makes a decent target week. Frasley says, and sorry, no, I'm not doing the no voice, Matt, sorry. Uh, Shadowlands <laughs> is not delayed. Metro Sparks Ben, an expansion arrives exactly when it's meant to. <laughs> Um, I don't know who you're talking to, Frasley, uh, Mr. Frazzle Rock, sir, uh, friend there. Uh, yeah, no, 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 no matter spark man here, sorry. Next week's question is, what kind of new costumes would you like to see introduced to the Hallows and Vendor? Oh, there's so many options. I don't know what costumes they currently have, so I don't know. There are so many options. Like, um, like they, I want. Sorry, go ahead. So, for th for the fiftieth anniversary, there is this amazing Murloc wand that turns you into like a regular sized Murloc, which I still have five of them, maybe sitting in my bank because I love them so much and they make me ridiculously happy. But I want the King McGurgle, the 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 dude who. Disguise himself as a murloc. Oh my god! So he could like study them and stuff. Like I want that. I want that. I didn't even. Costume. I forgot. Oh, man, I was gonna go with a boss or something, but I I just want that now. <laughs> so you want King McGurgle's spare suit? Yes. Or do you want the or, or do you want the murloc costume from BlizzCon 2007? The, the spare suit, I think. Um, they're both good. Yeah, the, the BlizzCon one actually has a BlizzCon banner, and it kind of looks weird in game. Yeah, well, there's a if that's what it takes to get it, then fine, yeah. I will do that. <laughs> Although I don't think they would give away a BlizzCon exclusive. No, they wouldn't. They could have a different flag. Maybe it'll have an alliance flag if you're alliance, and horde flag if you're horde. Yeah, do that. We can do that. <laughs> I want the Lich King. I. I think, I think that's Arthas is out now. I, I'm not seeing the list here of in-game costumes, so maybe this is show a date. Well, and I don't know because I know. So I read it was actually Jared RPG and Manny who were talking on Twitter, and 
I found out through that that it's Arthas, and I don't. I haven't looked myself, so I don't know or don't remember if it's the Lich King or if it's Arthas. It is, it is Arthas. It is the Lich King sends the helm. Okay. Hmm. I might look into that. Yes, you should. It costs two hundred candy. <sighs> Damn it! All right. Guess I gotta go fly around. Uh, around. Well, here's it's what you do. Just find an alt that has flying. Fly around to all the inns. That way you gain experience and also gain candy. Yep. Hmm. Idea. Two birds, one stone. Why am I, why, why am I, why am I trying to hit birds? For their t- taste, tasty meat. <laughs> okay. <But I> don't... <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Uh, all right. Uh, so I think that's about it. Uh, I don't get any emails this week and no voicemails. Uh, please, of course, do use a voicemail or send us an email. Love to have your, your thoughts, of course. Um, but uh, yeah, so time for shout outs. Uh, we're going to go with Allie first. I don't care. I'm doing the obvious one. My shout out is to Blue because this mic has changed my life and I can never stop thanking them. I don't care that we already did it. I'm doing it again. Toasty? Uh, I was going to do that too. <laughs> Thanks, Blue. <laughs> um, but also, I'm going to I'm gonna shout out... Surprise, guys. I have another hockey-related thing. <laughs> really? I, I couldn't imagine that happening. <laughs> I'm going to give a shout out to Doc Emmerich. Today he announced he, he was retiring from broadcasting after 47 years. Whew. He is. He's been the voice behind some behind many fantastic calls, including my pers- one of my personal favorites. Um, hold on. I, I had it. I, I had it available. I had it ready for me. And then it went away. Is it announcing the... Wait, so this is is one of my favorite calls. (coughs) The longest wait for a first title any time in this league has had for the first time in their history, the St. Louis Blues are Stanley Cup champions. Shocking. (laughs) I have... Utterly shocking. I have a video of that bookmark, and every time I need to feel happy about what the Blues are doing, I I listen to that. So, like, five times a day? No. I had to listen to it a bunch after Petro left, but that's about it. Gotcha. But anyway, Doc, you had a fantastic career and enjoy your retirement. Indeed. Uh, mine is going to be, uh, as Ali and, and I think Toasty, uh, shouting out to the folks from Logitech slash Blue. Um, really appreciate the mic. Uh, really appreciate how much you guys did for us and uh, look forward to work with you guys in the future on, uh, on other products. If you guys uh, see fit, uh, but definitely really appreciate the, uh, the opportunity to try these out and uh, keeping the, keeping the secret was, was hard. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. It was hard <laughs> not to, not to flip on the demon a little bit every so often. Now I can do it all the time. Indeed. We can, you know, we can do an entire show with us using a variety of voices. I'm not sure that I'm sure people, people would love appreciate that. that too much. It might it might get a little old after a while. Just maybe. I mean, yes, but they're here and they're listening anyway. So, I mean, do you think they're going to turn us off just because we're talking in weird voices? 
maybe. I don't know. People might. I, 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 well, maybe we should do this as a, a Patreon reward or, uh, you know, a, an anniversary reward. Uh, people can vote on if they want to have us speak in a modulated voices the entire episode. We'll figure something out. We got we to gotta find ways to inject use of this somewhere every once in a while because it's just so much fun. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, I'm currently still working on my Arthas and Illidan modulations. That's right, because you can create your own. Indeed. But I think that's about it for this episode. Uh, so let's do our outro and head on out. If you'd like to reach us by voicemail, call 1-785-ATA-WOW5 or 785-282-9695. You can send emails to show at allthingsazroth.com if you like what we do here, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash allthingsaz. Join our new Battle.net group at bit.ly slash bnetata. Check out Ali Cho at dungeonfables.com and Toasty's stream at twitch.tv slash toastypostycan. You can find us on Twitter at allthingsaz, at medros, at fandeth, at toastypostycan, at aliandrusk, and at donforge. And please check out the other shows from the Donforge network, including Group Quest and Shattered Soulstone. And we'll be back next week. In the meantime, take care, happy hunting, and we'll see you on the other side of hopefully an expansion release announcement. I froze up. I can't think of a joke. Bye! (laughs) (laughs) This podcast is part of the Dawn Forge Network. Copyright 2020.